If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, PGA DFS fans? Welcome to a dual week here on the PGA Tour as they give us two tournaments, completely different elements, completely different formats, and two opportunities to win big over on DraftKings and Yahoo here this week. For the first one, the WGC Match Play Championship. That's what this video will be about. If you're looking for Corrales Punta Cana Championship content, check on that a little bit later on the week as the Match Play Championship, well, that's going to start on Wednesday morning as they get in a couple of rounds of golf. So we'll go over the Match Play Championship as we dive in. It's played at Austin Country Club as it's been played there for a couple of years. Now, for Austin Country Club, let's dive in a little bit. Par 71, 7,100 yards. And while we don't take any type of driving accuracy, greens and regulation or anything like that for match play, what we can tell you is just a little bit about the format. What we have is 16 groups of four golfers. 64 golfers are going to play here this week, mirroring, of course, the NCAA tournament. Out of group play, they're going to play one person in each of their groups the first three days, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. After that, the winner from each group will advance to the round of 16. Round of 16, the Elite Eight are played there on Saturday, and then on Sunday, they play the uh, Final Four and Finals match. Okay, now we'll turn our attention to some of the hardest and easiest holes here at Austin Country Club, but before we do, because this is a dual week and we're gonna have different content coming out every day for the events, Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel here. Best way to get notified when our videos come live or our live shows come on the air and so on. Also, have you played Austin Country Club or know a little bit more? Leave some comments in the box below here. I love hearing from you guys, especially those that maybe know a little bit more about the golf course than I do. Now, onto the hardest holes, the eighth and ninth hole. Both 490 plus yard par fours are going to be the toughest. Every single match will play one of those holes, at least both of them, most likely. Uh, also, when we go on to the backside, the par 414th after the drivable par 413th is also very difficult. Now, switching to the easiest holes on the course. I just mentioned one of them, the par, th uh, the par 413th hole. It is drivable. They make it. It's kind of a cool atmosphere as well. Got stands all along the right-hand side. Then on the left-hand side, all out on the lake. Plenty of boats come and watch the action. It's a great hole and a fun hole, especially for match play. In uh, the other easiest holes, well, there's going to be all three of the other par fives, all reachable by most everybody in the field. Match play championship last year. Now, the DFS scoring is different for this. Goes by holes one. If you win three holes in a row, it's a certain, uh, certain points. Check out the DraftKings scoring. I won't get into the nuts and bolts here, but I will tell you that Obviously, it's a little bit more for points one than a birdie, uh, a little bit more for that three holes one than a birdie streak would give you. Also, if you finish the round off, let's say you win five and four, you're going to get extra points for that. Also, a points one for the match and points lost if you lose the match. So a lot of different ways. Last year, Scotty Scheffler actually, who came second in the event, put up 172.75. Billy Horschel was right around there, as was Matt Kuchar. 
So three guys, all above that 170 range. Uh, Victor Perez came in around 150, giving the top 10, or we'll call it the Elite Eight, a average score of around 141 and a half points. So that's a pretty high scoring event, especially for golfers that make it to the Elite Eight and past. So uh, take note of that. Now, a little bit more about Austin Country Club. It's Bermuda everywhere when we talk about the grass type. Top strokes gain stat. Well, if we were playing a normal tournament here, maybe it would be a little bit different. Peter Dye Golf Course, he is the designer. Typically, we say it's a second shot course. But because it's match play, if you keep the ball in play with your strokes gain off the tee and you are a good putter with your strokes gain putting, you should do very well here at this golf course. So take a look at that uh, as your two statistics, maybe a little bit against the grain of what other people are doing, but it is match play. Uh, top approach yardage should come in the 150 to 175. If you look at the part threes, they all fixture right around 150, maybe one of them up to 200. And then a lot of their approach shots on these part fours gonna be coming from that range. No, we talk about player preview. I mentioned there are 64 golfers in the field this week. Seven of the top 10 is Sam Burns, who just entered in after his win at Valspar. Cameron Smith, who just entered in his win after the Players' Championship. And Rory McIlroy, all decided to forego it this week. Also, a couple more guys there as well. Harris English not playing. Phil Mickelson as well. Uh, that gives us 26 of the top 30 as the first four I mentioned outside of Mickelson are all ranked inside the top 50. Actually, Mickelson might be too. He is. So my number is wrong there. Um, it's it's pretty much almost everybody there. So top ranked player, John Rahm. Number one is here to play. Colin McCown, number two as well. A couple more guys. Now, let's go into my first clicks here this week. Obviously, we got the bracket breakdown earlier with the groupings. So I've done a little bit of research, not a ton, and here's my first clicks of the week. First one, Xander Shoffley. He's coming in at 20 to 1 to win, price of 9600 on DraftKings. And he's in a group with Tony Finau, who's had a terrible year. Lucas Hebert, who certainly has had a decent season, but is not probably known quite as some of the upper echelon players in the world yet. It's Kumi Kanaya, who is certainly one of the, I would say, least proven in the field. So I think Xander Schauflein might have one of the easiest first groupings. Also has a good second matchup if he gets out of it as well. So take a look at Xander Schauflein. All right, now next guy, my middle target this week is going to be Robert McIntyre. Comes in at 65 to 1 to win. He is playing in his second straight WGC match play. Does have a tough grouping, but dig in a little bit deeper and maybe not so much. Colin Morikawa playing his worst golf in quite some time, maybe since joining the PGA Tour. Sergio Garcia not playing all that good, not all that great. And Jason Kokrak, who is on the downward spiral here a little bit. So like Robert McIntyre coming in at 7,300 on DraftKings and, like I said, 65 to 1 of the odds. All right, last one, long shot. I'm going to join the Tom Hoagie train. Hopefully it hasn't fully left the station here. It's a good format for a guy that makes a lot of birdies here this week. 100 to 1 in the odds, 6,800 on DraftKings, and he does have a top tough head. Billy Horschel, defending champion, is the A player. Then you've got Thomas Peters and Minwoo Lee. So Thomas Peters may be a little erratic for match play. Minwoo Lee, certainly one of the more least proven players in the field. And then Billy Horschel, of course, coming off of that sinus infection or whatever he had as the withdraw of the players. Maybe a little bit run down through his Florida stretch. We'll see if Tom Ogie can take advantage of that. Okay, that is going to do it here for my courts and player preview for the WGC match play. I want to let everybody know that I'd love you to like and subscribe to our channel here because it's a dual week. 
it's tough to know exactly when we're going to be able to get you things. But if you like and subscribe, you'll get notified right when it does come live. I can tell you this much, though. Our 1 p.m. show on Tuesday is going to have the trio of myself, Ben Raza, and Eric Lundquist all breaking down the match play for you. And then on Wednesday, I will have uh, our Corrales content come out. So, till then, everybody, tune in 1 o'clock on Tuesday. If you're looking for just a couple of values, a couple of sleepers for this week's match play, I'll also be coming out with those in just a little bit. So, thanks to Yahoo, the sponsor of our show, our little video on demand here this week. Good luck at the match play in the Corrales, and we will see you next week for the Valero. And don't forget, just around the corner is the Masters. Cheers, everybody.